dinosaurs need to be rescued from an island that is set to go up in flames at any moment. Sounds exciting? Well, it is. Hello and welcome to Talkative Reviews, where we tell you the 5 good things in a movie every week. G.A. Bayona's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is something to watch out for. The director deserves a special mention because he is a Spanish director with a background in horror films. He brings in an element of both to this particular film and makes it even more exciting. What one would naturally expect is the natural part of it, like you know, they, they're all lost in this garden, they need to be rescued, which he does very well. But at the same time, he adds another part to it, which is about the Lockwood Mansion and where all the intrigue is playing out. Now, this could have gone horribly wrong, but it doesn't because the director stitches it and handles it really well. Then, of course, there is the writing, because no director can really work without good material and the series is based on Michael Crichton's book, Jurassic Park, and obviously it draws from there. But the challenge is that this is an old series and in every particular movie, this is the fifth edition and you have to get the viewers excited, you have to keep, uh, keep them coming back for more. And that's never easy for writers. So Derek Connelly does a fine job of it along with co-writer who has also been the director of the film. Karika, what did you think of it? Yeah, absolutely. There are many moments where your heart is in your mouth. Like the scene in which you think the dinosaur is going to eat up Justice Smith when he and Bryce Dallas Howard are locked in the control room. Yeah, absolutely. I think, Sophie, you also had a lot of these heart-wrenching moments. Exactly. In films like these, you're used to jump scares and you think you're ready for them. But this film keeps the element of surprise going, which is really commendable. Absolutely. This belongs to the genre of creature films, sci-fi and you know you can actually sort of club it with many others but really like sci-fi and creature films for sure and movies like this can sometimes become a little predictable and not all that exciting because you can tell they, they have to function within that particular formula but this one is delightful because it's a veritable who's who of the dinosaur world i mean i can't even remember the names there was t-rex of course that i remember the easiest one but there were many others sophie you're a science student tell me something more about it there was the uh, aptosaurus which uh, it's left alone on an island and you don't expect to feel empathy for this kind of creature but the film really does a good job of making us feel really sad for it which is great Absolutely. You know that particular moment that you're talking about when this Aptosaurus is standing against this flaming island as the volcano erupts, your heart goes out to it as it does for the protagonists of the film, Claire and Owen, who are like sort of really feeling bad for these creatures and therefore the compelling reason to really rescue them from this fate. Kanika. Yeah, well my favourite was Blue who's a velociraptor. Mm -hmm. You always perceive dinosaurs to be very monstrous. But Blue is one who is known for his sensitivity and his empathy. Yeah. Who would associate dinosaurs to be so sensitive? Absolutely. You know, I, I think I'm glad that we're talking about this aspect of the film because this would not have been possible without the brilliant animatronics of this film and of course the production design. Because you know, I mean I read somewhere that there were like teams of people who were working below the harnesses to create movement of these creatures, it was not just plain CGI. 
just so that there is more fierceness there's more movement and the actors have a lot more to respond to because otherwise you know it's it's difficult because you don't know what you're responding to and and this way you see what's coming at you and i think it just makes the acting and the situations come alive and i think what we saw was literally the encyclopedia pages come alive in front of us you know all of the people who have any interest even if it's a fleeting one in natural history would probably find this delightful the other part of it the aesthetics of it now who would imagine or think of dinosaurs as aesthetic creatures but obviously this movie does because you remember that particular scene where there's this big dinosaur that's sprawled it's kind of like you know in a stupor and it's against this backlit white background and it looks like a beautiful painting and in fact the lockwood estate central to this particular film comes alive with these works of art that have like dinosaurs as paintings as exhibits um you know it, it really like sort of makes a dinosaur a thing of beauty now who would have imagined that you know and obviously all these things come together to create a very rich legacy of the Jurassic series we spoke about it i remember you mentioning it and i wasn't quite sure whether there is a legacy worth talking about but it certainly is because 25 years five editions and more to go so obviously there is something to it yeah and there are so many films made series made on creatures but what sets the Jurassic part series apart is it successfully manages to bring about the human angle which is why it's so memorable absolutely sofia you were telling me something else about the legacy that it's been going for 25 years and it still manages to thrill which is amazing absolutely thrills chase and what have you and obviously the expectation and the curiosity to go back for the next one when it's running in a theater near you well that's all from us this week thank you for watching and if you like the video click on the links below subscribe to us follow us on social media and keep looking out for newer reviews thank you